Welcome to Untimely Radio Theater. Brand new stories with an old-time attitude. Tonight's story is Substitution. A small-town theft leads to a middle school science fair, and the deputy has to figure out who's committing the crime. What she discovers is out of this world. Welcome to the town of Butte Holler. Town's a bit of a stretch. But calling it a meth-infested pile of last week's porta-potty leavings takes too long. Still, it's home. I left for a bit, majored in criminal justice at the local U, graduated with honors, made deputy sheriff. My boss, Scott, went to the same university, majored in the same subject, flunked out. Why is he sheriff and I'm deputy? His dad's the mayor. Sucks to be me. Crap. Marcy screwed up my lunch. Buy lunch at the restaurant. Stop mooching off the high school cafeteria lady. Marcy and I got an understanding. She always makes me something special, and I always don't pop her baby brother for dealing. Sheriff, there's been a kidnapping. Ain't nobody worth kidnapping in this town. There most certainly is, and it's those hooligans from Copperhead that did the deed. Copperhead Canyon, a place not unlike Butte Holler, where the only aspiration is winning the annual football game. Almost everyone born there dies there. It doesn't do much of anything in between. Except drugs. And now kidnapping, apparently. I did not set up my Halloween decorations only to have Witch Hazel spirited away in the middle of the night and replaced with... with this. That what I think it is? Somebody took the trouble to put the witch costume on a sex doll? And she was sitting right on Hazel's broom. It was extremely difficult getting her off. Was it now? She's talking about the broomstick, Scott. So was I. Ugh. What am I going to do about the empty spot in front of her cauldron? Could you use one of the Christmas angels? Don't be absurd, child. Hazel's green. I could get you some spray paint. Don't you listen to her, Mrs. C. I am on the case. Here, let me take that off your hands. No. This filth is going directly into the trash. This here's a critical piece of evidence. Give it over, Mrs. C. (laughs) Now that's a damn shame. It's evidence, Scott, not recreation. I want you to go right over to Copperhead and arrest the whole lot of them. You know who did this? I don't have their names, but they're the same miscreants who vandalized the science fair exhibits. Someone messed with the kids' science projects? And you're sure it's the same people? Who else could it be? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. It happens every year. Their juvenile delinquents vandalize Butte Holler, then our juvenile delinquents vandalize Copperhead Canyon. I remember we dropped a snake down old man Murphy's outhouse once. That was one pissed-off Copperhead. You put a live snake down an outhouse? What? They can swim. Sheriff? If Hazel isn't returned, I will demand restitution. Restitution? Ain't that illegal? That's prostitution. Mrs. Cody, what happened to the science exhibits? That's the strange part. Cafeteria hasn't changed a bit. More's the pity. Now here, here's what I mean about vandalism. Jimmy had amassed quite an impressive collection of Alsace Americanus. 
That's American moose. My dad kills lots of them. Well, Jimmy, looks like I should have a little chat with your dad. Nah, it's okay. Sheriff Scott's my dad's hunting partner. Of course he is. Jimmy, please show the deputy your moose teeth collection. Those aren't teeth. They're... they... they look like tiny, tiny little skulls of something. Are these real, Jimmy? I don't know, but the science fair is not till Wednesday, so I'm gonna rewrite my project. To what? Tiny Little Skulls of the World. Yeah, but which one? Cool, I'll do Tiny Little Alien Skulls of the World. You'll make a fine CEO one day, Jimmy. There's another project I'd like you to examine. That project over there? It looks pretty fouled up. You try constructing an interdimensional transfer device with junk from Goodwill. See what you come up with. Louise is one of our economically fragile students. <laughs> she means my old man drinks too much, so we're broke. Yes, yes. Well, I think I've shown you as much as is useful here, Deputy. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any news of Hazel. If you have any questions, just ask Bert. Don't ask Mr. Cunningham. He's been slipping gears lately. Besides, science projects from that other universe are way better. Compliments of me and my little friend here. Isn't your setup a little... unusual? Mr. Cunningham wanted me to do a presentation on dancing raisins, for God's sake. Boring. And Jimmy's moose teeth? Please. He should thank me for those skulls. And I should haul you in for vandalism? I didn't vandalize anything. My machine just did a swap. Jimmy's skulls are from a parallel dimension. What? Okay, call it a different universe. I pull objects from there, and I swap it out with something from here. What's the brick for? To get cool stuff from another universe, I gotta have something to swap. So I'm gonna swap the brick. You're telling me that you can actually make this thing work? The alien skulls? Not from Walmart. Then why is the brick still there? Uh, I'm having some calibration issues. So when you turn that thing on, you don't know what's going to disappear and what's going to show up. What could go wrong? Deputy Louise, glad I caught you. No need to look too deeply into this matter. Oh, but I want to. I, uh, can we talk in my office? What's with the kid and her crazy machine? Is she some kind of delusional kleptomaniac? Or are there really such a thing as parallel universes? Yes. No. No. No one knows. It's a purely a hypothetical construct, that's all. I assure you, there has never been any actual connection with any other universe, parallel or otherwise. What about the weird alien skulls? Trust me, it's a lot easier to get something from the internet than from a parallel universe. Frankly, Bert, I don't care where those skulls came from. I just want to know who's pulling these pranks. It's Copperhead. They do something like this every year before the big game. They're a little early. Plus, it's usually things like eggs thrown on windows, rocks thrown through windows, and profanities scrawled across windows. They've always had a bit of a window fixation. Maybe they wanted to shake things up a bit. Maybe. Okay, I'm just going to assume this was just a sample of Copperhead's yearly let's-get-drunk-and-trash-stuff-in-Butte-Holler party. But if anything else happens... You know Copperhead. 
They can't afford to get drunk more than once a semester. Things will quiet down now. Who's there? I got a gun. I don't! Mr. Cunningham? Is that you? Marcy? What are you doing here so late? Me? I work here. What are you doing here? You the one been stealing the science fair stuff. Don't be ridiculous. You just emptied buttload of thingamabobs on my floor. If that ain't the kid's stuff, what is it? Just... just, um, you know, things. I just need to dispose of these items. Yeah, in my trash. Which is why I always gotta work late. Oh, well, I can discard this elsewhere. I'll deal with it. Just get out of here. I want to get home so as I can come back tomorrow and clean the place up all over again. Morning, Susie. You're looking almost hot today. If I throw a stick, will you leave? Crap on a cracker. Marcy screwed it up again. Maybe she's trying to tell you something, like, you know, go away. She's just busy cleaning shit for the science fair. You know, she found my stash of weed behind the oven. At least I think it was mine. This time they've gone too far. They leave something else in the way of uh, sexually suggestive paraphernalia? Because I am on the case. Give it a rest, Scott. What's happened now, Mrs. Cody? The town's water tower? It's... Ugly? Defaced. So, not as ugly? Copperhead paint penises on the side again? Worse. I don't think that's any worse than the penis paint. What do you say, Susie? How did they do this all in one night? Gotta been the whole football team. Huh. But hell, it's been 20 years since that damn thing's been painted. Needed a new coat anyway. And they almost spelled it right. But whole. <laughs> Close enough, I'd say. It's disturbingly appropriate. Don't see no beer cans. Must have been a meth night. Forget the beer cans. You see any paint cans around? What you want with those? We bring the cans to the store. We might get the names of the kids who bought them. You see anything? Eh, a couple of condoms. Ugh. Let's just scrape a couple of spots up there, get some color samples. Maybe we'll get an ID that way. That'd mean climbing up the tower. That's where the paint is. Pity I get them nosebleeds so easy. Pitiful, all right. I didn't see a lot of scraping up there, deputy. Yeah, well, no reason to scrape. I can't figure it out. Figure out what? You got the putty knife, you got a bag. Ain't that hard. New paint's easy to scrape off. That's just it. Looks like the water tower was painted 20 years ago. (laughs) No wonder I'm the sheriff and you're the deputy. You need to scrape us off some of that there new paint, not the old shit. There isn't any. It's all old paint. You telling me the words painted up there but whole, they's 20 years old? That's what I'm saying. Damn, and to think, all these years I never noticed. Scott, the water tower said Butte Holler yesterday. But you just said that butthole's been painted up there 20 years. Yeah, well, that too. You're making no sense, Susie. Neither is the water tower. The paint, maybe I could argue that away, but the water tower... This isn't even our water tower, Scott. Now you ain't making any sense at all, Susie. We need to go check out a science fair project. You go ahead. I'm judging the fair tonight, so I'm gonna go head home, 
put on my dress uniform, gotta look good for the newspaper, and I'm still young enough for them seniors. Maybe a few of them juniors, too. Geez, Scott, it's like you never left high school. <laughs> Hell, I almost didn't. You go on, do whatever it is you think's so important. Catch you on the flip side. Deputy, what are you doing to Louise's experiment? Sorry, Bert, but if I don't shut this down, we'll be getting a massage parlor where the beauty salon used to be. What in the world are you talking about? Right now? A Class A misdemeanor, I think. Or maybe possession of a controlled substance? I assure you, Susan, there's no way this thing can work. Really? Then explain to me how someone put in a new... old... How someone could replace our water tower overnight. Last night? That's impossible. I got rid of every... uh, You want to run that by me again, Bert? Well, I... no. No. This is crazy. It couldn't have happened. It happened, and I'm beginning to think you can tell me why. There's really a new water tower? Not the adjective I'd use, but yeah. The water tower there now is different from the water tower that was there yesterday. Hmm. The truth is, Louise got the idea from my experiment. She's an exceptionally talented student, but no one can rummage through a trash dump and come up with a device capable of such a thing. So it was you? No. No. I mean, all right, I suppose I may have had something to do with the previous situations, but when I realized I couldn't control it, I dismantled everything. So then how did we get a new water tower? You think it's possible... That Louise's device works? You have another suggestion? I suppose dismantling it is the prudent thing to do, but let me do it. I think some of this stuff came from the kitchen. Huh. This isn't the chronograph Louise started with. Maybe the old one broke. She did say she scrounged everything. Not this. This is like nothing I've ever... Look at it. How can a clock have five hands? I don't think it's a clock. That is way too weird. We need to have a little chat with Louise. I didn't steal it. It's trash. Okay, you didn't steal it, but there's no way it's trash. You're not in trouble, Louise. We just need to know where it came from. I told you, it's junk. I found it with some other junk. In the storeroom, back of the kitchen. You found a possibly priceless object in the kitchen storage area. With some other junk? The other junk was useless, so I left it there. Look for yourself. You stay right here, young lady. Well, look at that. The kid was telling the truth. So, what's the deal with this thing? I haven't the foggiest. It's about time that thing showed up. Marcy, what are you doing? Holding a gun, Bert. She's holding a gun. On us. Hey, Marcy. Care to enlighten us? Not really. Now hand that little doohickey over. Okay, here you go. Um, what is it? I never asked the other Bert what he called it, but it got me out of that other universe. The other Bert? Oh my god! I invented an interdimensional transfer device? I'm brilliant! Uh, I mean, the other me is brilliant. Well, he was brilliant. Now, he's kinda dead. D-dead? He wasn't gonna give it to me because I asked nice. 
So you killed him, took the doohickey, and came to this universe? What made you want to come here? I didn't want to come here. I just needed to get away from there. Crud, if I'd known I was going to be a cafeteria lady again, I would have kept moving. Don't let us stop you. And if possible, could you not shoot us before you go? Personally, I don't see why you'd bother. It's not like I can follow you and make an arrest. No, but you suck here as much as you did there. I didn't off you in the other universe, but better late than never. Can you at least tell me what happened to our Marcy? If the other Bert was right, she took my place. So I'd say she's doing about 15 to 20 right now. 15 to 20 what? Years. Oh, right. The Bert in my universe was a lot smarter than you. I like the other Marcy better. Yeah, and I didn't like the other Bert at all. Enough of this, I got things to do and places to go. I'm gonna use this till I get to a place with a decent job, maybe even some money in the bank. Now stand still, lest you want to die slow. Marcy, what'd you do with my stash? Watch out! Give it back! Bert, catch! Got it! Nice gun, Marcy. Mind if I keep it? Scott, you moron. Marcy, your attitude is matching your lunches. What do you got a gun on Marcy for, Susie? It's a long story, Scott, and it's quite difficult to explain. You don't have to explain nothing. All I need to know is that thing, whatever the hell it is, is important. And I'm Sheriff, not Susie here, so you give it over to me. Hey! Scott, leave it. We don't even know how it works. Yeah, and if we leave it to you, we never will. Scott, pushing buttons at random is not the way to learn how to operate machinery. I thought you learned that in shop class. Marcy, no! Scott, look out! Huh? What happened? Where am I? In the kitchen. Why am I in the kitchen? I was in prison. I don't want to be in prison. Why was I arrested? Am I still arrested? I don't want to be arrested. Calm down, Marcy. Everything is okay. I don't have to go back to prison? I didn't do nothing, I swear. Don't worry, Marcy. You're not going back to prison. Well, unless you count the cafeteria. I tell you, Bert, that was a little too close for comfort. Uh, Susan? What? What is it? <laughs> woof? What do you mean, woof? Where... Where's Scott? <laughs> nice bandana, doggy. It rather looks like Scott's favorite shirt. Don't you think, Susan? Yeah. Check his collar. Hmm. That's interesting. His name is Scott. Scott? The dog? Scott the dog. It appears so. So, the Scott in the other universe is a dog? That appears to be the case. (sighs) I suppose we'll have to get our Scott back. That might present a bit of a problem... I'm afraid the other Marcy was right. I can't fix this thing. It looks like we're stuck with Scott the dog. Somehow, the idea didn't bother me too much. We hope you enjoyed Substitution. Please tune in next week for a night of comedy shorts from Untimely Radio. Tessa Oberlorel is Susan. Kevin Oberlorel is Scott. Amy Losey is Mrs. Cody. Samantha Borthwick as Luis. David Goldbeck as Bert. Jason Jones as Jimmy. Amelia Oberly as Marcy. Story by M.D. Oberly. Some special effects courtesy of Quicksound.